The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 And away we go. Did We didn't talk about the lady that came out of her coma, did we? I've been watching that story. Have you seen this? Lady in West Virginia? Yes. She's in West Virginia, and she was hatchet. been in a coma for two years. Got attacked by a dude with a hatchet, like totally just oh, came man. out of machete head. They weren't sure. They just found her. They're like limited signs of life. They start. She wakes they up. They started. She wakes her up. Out. Yeah, they, she wakes up, and they start saying, and she just goes, oh, "My brother did this." They, they had no idea who did it. But they, you'll like this part on the, when they weren't sure if she was alive or not because all they could hear was the uh, death rattle. Yeah, she's, <laughs> and they thought, "Up, oh, this she's is done." It. Yeah, her last breath. So, and, uh, like you said, she wakes up and says, uh, but, it's, but here's the deal. It's one, there were one word answers. And so he won't sign. Well, he's not, he's been told by lawyers not to say, sure, the coma lady just had, she might've dreamt it. They're going to come up with a plan. So immediately he got, you know, representation, which you do. But when the cops came and arrested him, he's like, well, all right. Hands behind his back, walked right in. Like he didn't go, what are you talking about? He wasn't surprised. Right. He's like, oh, she woke up, huh? Worst day of my life. Is that she woke up? I thought I finished her off. Next time I will. But they're you know, and they have to build a little more case because now she is up to saying um, two words, two or three words yeah. on answers when they ask her on the questions, and Just, it's a mess up. But what did you first think when you saw West Virginia brother sister? He's oh, that they're in love brother. and they're having yeah. a relationship, and, and it was she, a fallout. Yeah, they broke up, and I saw the interview with the mom. Oh, it's crazy. It's a great story, though, because the last thing you want when somebody, like, you know, if somebody had secrets on you and stuff and they went into a coma, you'd kind of be happy. <laughs> like, think about it. Like, oh, man, that person knows a lot about me. Found out they're in a coma. And like, oh, that's too bad. And then you just hope they never wake up because if they wake up, it might be the first thing they spew out. Oh, John Holmberg stole a billion dollars from that. Oh, no. But if you put them in the coma. You're just regretting that you didn't, you know, like, you were willing to kill them, but you comatose them. Then you start wandering around life going, if any, every day had to feel like the worst day ever when the alarm would go off. I'm like, I hope today's not the day she wakes up. So right now he doesn't have an attorney because he's refusing to sign any paperwork. Yeah, well, that's, then he's smart. Never sign. Even if you did it, never sign anything. You might be signing to the Kennedy assassination. You don't know. Never sign a thing. He's watched a lot of Blue Bloods. He's watched a lot of good TVs. <laughs> never sign anything. Even, I'm talking to you guilty people, never sign anything. There's a lot of unsolved cases out there. The cops are dying to get off the shelves. You start signing stuff, the next thing you know, you're on the hook for 20 or 30 different things you didn't even know you were part of. Yeah, you're, yeah never sign a thing. Ever. So that guy's watched all the right television, Law & Order. You sit back, and they, they always used to say that on NYPD Blue. Got to get him to sign this before he perps, or before he lawyers up. This perp's got to lawyer up, and then they try to get in there. They did it in that show, Blackbird. Yep. When they get him to sign that confession before the lawyers get there, it's like get him to sign. And they only got one. They wanted like fourteen. And they said it was under. Yeah. Now it's coerced. Under distress or whatever. Coerced. Yeah, you can't. It's a forced confession. Oh, those are hilariously, you know. But that the lady coming out of coma. Two years. I know. And the first thing she's thinking about is, I got to rat this dude out. You'd rat that out, wouldn't you? You wouldn't rat a guy who comatosed you? Yeah, I guess. If your you sister, you're so me, Italian. Your sister came after you with a hatchet? <laughs> you're so Italian. I just, uh, no, I wouldn't rat anybody out. I'd have it taken care of, though. Ah, oh, that's what I like to hear. Yeah. So even coming out of the coma, it's like, I got nothing to say. Yeah, I got nothing to say. You didn't say for two years. Who did this to you? I'll handle it. 
We have our own justice system. It doesn't look like you're going to be walking. Don't worry about it. When I can string together a couple sentences, it's not going to be a problem. I don't mean none. I'm just Remember saying. when Junior shot Tony? Mm-hmm. And he didn't say anything, but he, you know, they started talking about hitting Junior. That, that's him. Even though he's not connected. As far as I know. <laughs> he still lives by the creed. Damn right. It's the only way. The kosher nostra. No, it's not the kosher nostra. I think that's right. It's no. the kosher nostra. That, that's Larry. Oh, that's Bingo. Delicious. Larry's in the kosher nostra. <laughs> yeah, you, it's the life. You live it. That's good. Uh, we always give women trouble uh, for filtering their photos and everything else. I like what uh, Kara has. She emailed me, and she came up with a new thing. And I haven't heard it yet. Maybe it's been around, but I haven't heard of it yet. She calls it hat fishing. Now, we talk about women and their overhead shots yeah. that protect them from their bulbous waist. It's a waist. better angle. Oh, man. It's, a great, it's a great angle. Filtered photos. Uh, the lip flip thing that's going on on cameras that make a girl look like she's actually got a mouth, and then you meet her, and it looks like she's got two gummy worms for a, for a mouth, and it's not normal, or the, they're overblown. Uh, and that's, you know, all guys are like, you know, a friend of mine that I always talk about that dates on Bumble two, two girls a week because he can't land one. But they're all, all the pictures and the girls that show up aren't the same. And we've seen plenty of that on the Internet. She said hat fishing is a deal. She says, uh, you discuss women and their filtered pictures, John, and I agree it's a problem. It's huge. And I, for one, do not filter my photos. I'm currently on Bumble, and I don't know why it's so hard to meet someone organically these days. But anyway, I'm telling you about hat fishing. It's real. Absolutely shocking what a hat can mask. The shape and size of some lumpy-headed woof. Uh, Clearly masking hair loss, but I'm with you. If you've got that going on, shave it off. But the hat covers up a lumpy bald head, a mess. Uh, Some of the stuff they're hiding under there is terrifying. Horrible hair piece. You talk to a lot of dudes. Let's talk uh, right now to the dudes listening. Quit with hat fishing. Signed, very non-racist Kara. And you'll remember Kara that was a racist. That's just going to ask if that was the same same one. one. No, she's not that kind. This is a good Kara. And Brett wears a hat. Well, and that's just to it. cover yeah, up beautiful profile, hair. And, uh, anytime, you'd have some hat shots, but you'd have them without. Too. Well, yeah. yeah. Anytime I'm out, like anytime we go out for Operation Hydration or something, got to see the hair, man. Got to see the yeah. hair. And I'm like, why are you wearing a hat? And I'm like, because yeah. I don't get ready at five in the morning for these knobs every morning. No, forget that. <laughs> what? You don't? <laughs> but also, you wear it all the time. Yeah. You like your hat. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You like the but look. it's hat fishing yeah. now. Now, and I agree with it because I used to wear a hat all the time, yeah. so I didn't have to manufacture hair, right? Because my hair was a disaster; I looked like a troll doll on the end of a pencil. And then when I just said that's enough and started to shave it off, I still wore the hat because my dad told me I looked like I had AIDS. So it was really <laughs> tough for me to like ad- like get used to having. And I've got a good shaped head. I'm lucky to have a non lumpy yeah. crazy. I had a lump on it. I got that taken off, but like I got a decent. Like you look at your shadow, and I'm like, oh, okay. That's yeah, you good. see some guys with those heads, and it looks like it looks like something from Alien. Alien Nation. Yeah, like, they got that in yeah. the back, or it's flat on yeah. top, or there's bubbles and weird stuff. Yeah, I'm lucky to have it. So it, it took me a little time to get used to not, you know, constantly having a hat to cover. I would have been a hat fisher. I would have been a guy who's like the best way I can be in a photo was in a hat. I liked having hats; it made me comfortable. But hat fishing—that's good. Girls make a good point there. That uh, dudes do that. I saw a guy with the worst toupee I've ever seen in my life. He must have been. Mid sixties, late sixties, and he still tried to be like uh, you know nineteen sixties be- beach blanket bingo blonde. He's like <laughs> Tab Hunter walking around the Hillstone, and I'm like this thing, and it's down to his eyebrows and the sides thick, and then it gets real thin by his ear, and I'm like, man, you're making a fool of yourself with that thing. I tease Dale Hellestray all the time. I'm like, uh, I said I, I, we were golfing the other day, and I said, hit this putt, and I'll pay for the rest of your hair restoration. And, and I just, he just goes, shut the f*** up. <laughs> He's had it. But, you know, the hair restoration, the I mean, look at John Jay and Rich, for God's sakes. What happened there? Yeah. What's going on with her hair? And that's better? I saw so him when he had to wear a hat for uh, I Rich for, like for Rich. two weeks. I told Rich. I'm like, like, you're I'm fine, Bolt. What's yeah. going on? And, and, and now he doesn't talk to me that often. That's how it's his hair is horrifying. Is Hellstreet going the Passmore route with the plugs and everything? He, he did it early on. Yeah, look, okay. I told Dale, I'm like, whatever you did didn't take. I didn't do anything. I'm like, you did too. Nobody grows a picket fence of hair. <laughs> he was in the alpha program. Yeah, you, you had the very few, like, would you like to be the guinea pig for this operation? Okay. It's like it was a Dallas Cowboys 10% special that anybody that wants to try this can do it. And yeah. Dale got there a line two, of hair. Uh, Two farmers on the top of his head sowing seeds. Yeah, and, and, then, and then they the both rows. died, and nobody took care of the farm. 
But he's 6'6", so it's rare that anybody sees from the top down. But now he has to sit down all the time because his knees hurt. So I'm standing over his head golfing the other day. I'm like, look at this patch of nothing. I'm like, you need like iron oxide and like you need a whole bunch of stuff to grow. The patches are horrible. You have a female dog peeing on your head because there's a bunch of brown spots. <laughs> he should carve it out one day in October and have a haunted maze. <laughs> oh, yeah, for the kids. That's yeah. a good idea. So welcome to Dale Hillstreet's pumpkin patch. Kids get in free. But the bad thing about his his, uh, his hidden maze is it's so thin you could see through to the other side. There's not a lot going on. But yeah, there's uh, hat fishing is very real. And uh, guys, we need to know about it. We got we're trying to figure out girls all the time. Bumble guys. One just told us, hey, the hat the hats aren't cutting it. Yeah, that's a, we've that's known true. that. Though. I know guys know that. But about hats. we act like it's cool. Yeah. You're just hoping you get over. I remember when Larry got on that dating site, and then uh, the girl that worked here, Beth, said, "You got to lose the hat on the thing. No girl's going. You're hiding something." And I'm like, "I think he looks good in the hat." Didn't ever register to me that girls look at that as like, "Oh, all right, hiding," because they hate bald Brady. You know that. I can't stand like deep down. You watch yeah. every Seinfeld episode, and everything Elaine says is like, "Oh, he's bald," and then George puts his head down. She goes, "I'm sorry, it's true." And George, I know, <laughs> like it's not. It's not a feature that women's you know love it's recently come into fashion with but you got to look like jason statham or the rock to have it matter yep I, neither of us do we're just bald guys it's not a good thing like i'm bald nobody ever remember when they used to say tall dark and handsome nobody ever said short ponchy yes, and bald yeah yeah that's brett brett's got th- two of the three of those <laughs> he's got hair dark like not you know suspect but you're definitely uh, olive skin. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's strange. But, yeah, so I didn't know that. Hat fishing is a thing, and the ladies are letting us know. So, guys, if you've got a Bumble account, Kara says she skips past you if you're a hat fisher. I don't even think about that, but, uh, yeah, makes sense. Of course it makes sense. If you saw a chick in a hat, you'd think it was hot. If she took it off and she was bald, you'd be wildly upset. Yeah. I wonder how many dudes are out there actually filtering their faces and stuff, too, like some uh, of these broads that are out depends there. Depends on uh, a lot. What uh, they're going after? Yeah, there's a lot on the profiles. There's a lot of guys that filter. It's a new it, well because it's a you know for a while there we had in the early 2000s the queer eye thing that turned everybody metrosexual, and I think out of that came more of a I have to be pretty, even though the metro thing's kind of gone the way of just fashionable now. You're not as it's not because well, it's not cool to say the shirt's gay, like there are gay clothes and there are straight clothes. Now there's just fashion. So I think there's a lot of filtering that's going on. I filtered my face for a joke, but I can't stop doing it. Like if I ever had plastic surgery, it would be never ending because it gets funnier and funnier. MLB The Show, yeah. when they used to let you build a guy, I'd always make him normal looking. And then I'd be like, what would he look like with humongous ears? And then I'd make huge ears. And then the best thing was I made a dude who you could see his jaw from behind. <laughs> like he was quagmire on steroids. Yeah. And it was the ugliest baseball player ever. And I would laugh. Because they, they, you, you were allowed to make a human being. And I made this weirdo. And I'm like, if I had access to surgery, this is where I'd go because it's funnier than what I've got. My, my, I'm boring. But if I could have, like, like, I think what John Jay's doing is hilarious. And I think it's great. It's the funniest thing about his show is this, <laughs> whatever he's doing with that, that uh, funny mirror he's got at his house. Uh, don't get me wrong, John Jay. I'm an ugly man. But I wouldn't pay to be ugly. I don't understand what you're, why carve it up. I'd do it for the laughs, and I have to imagine that's what he's doing. I would make it like that Rob Lowe character from the Liberace movie where I pull my face so tight my eyes don't blink anymore. I sleep with my eyes kind of half open. I find it hysterical. But, uh, yeah. The, I've seen a couple of those botched. With men? Yeah. yeah. Well, is that a new picture in. or is that an old picture? Of him? Yeah. I don't know. That's an that's, old picture. That's filtered, heavily filtered. I don't know. He's just done a lot of work. Hey, good on him. Makes him more comfortable, that's fine. But man, oh man, it's a lot. Oh, here's his his Instagram. I want to do it for the laughs. Everybody keeps talking me out of it, but how funny would it be if I just froze this thing? Oh, yeah. That's him hanging out with Devin Booker. He hobnobs. He's a hobnobber. I can't imagine trying that hard. Oh. 
Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. There, there we go. That, that is a filter there. <laughs> is it? His face no. is glowing. I don't well, know. I think that's the burns. so much. That's it puts the, the uh, Look at that brows up. I don't know. That looks like filtered. Burns. That's that that's abrasion. That micro abrasion. Oh, really? I think he just got his face torched oh, by a laser. Oh, my God. Don't look, Marion. Don't look. <laughs> That's exactly right. If, Aunt, or if uh, Indy saw him, he would. If Indy was in a restaurant with Marion and he looked over and saw Johnny, don't look at him, Marion. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say every time I see him now. He won't get it. Hey, Rich. Hey, look, don't look at him, Megan. <laughs> what is it? Just look away. Oh, little Nazi starts melting. <laughs> Whatever happens. Whatever happens, don't look at him, Marion. If you meet John Jay out in the streets, please scream that at him and then say, Brett, just say Brett. I don't want to get into a big thing with him. Brett from Holmberg Show says never to look at you. Your your face will melt like a Nazi. (laughs) Don't look at him, Marion. That's hilarious. And true. Tie yourself to a pole and don't look. Yeah. (laughs) Keep your eyes closed. As hard as it is, you're going to want to look. It's like seeing a dugong walking around. It's like, what's going on? Shouldn't you be in the water? Don't look at him, Marion. That's glorious. Keep that alive. Yeah. But yeah, hat fishing, filtering, it's all silly. It's all just flat silly. Just be ugly like me. Accept it. It takes some time. Sure. But once you're kind of like, you know what, I embrace this. You start looking in the mirror a little differently. Man, oh man, that is pretty awkward looking. Anyway, let's go put it in public. And then you wander around with it. Thank God I don't have to put a profile together. Right. And if I did, I'd be like, this is not an... Look, the pictures are a bad thing for me. Get to know me. You're going to have a good time. But, I mean, there I am, like bald, hairless, irregular-shaped head, face. Uh, And then I got to write on the thing, great personality, which isn't altogether true. It depends on you. (laughs) Like, if you're fun, I'll be. I'm not not a great personality to people I don't like. Personalities don't always mesh. No, I'm, I'm a dick to people I don't care for because why would I try to charm them? Otherwise, indelible charm. If I like you, I'm charming as can be. But yeah, nobody's nobody's got a great personality to ever. You can't write that. Not, it depends on the person. He's got a great personality. Well, what if I don't like that person? Then I'm going to put my worst foot forward. With the person hanging around me all the time. Uh, anyway, what are you going to do? Good luck in the dating world. Another high five. No, oh, man. No kidding. Go the route of prostitutes like a couple of my friends and they're They're done. They tried the dating thing. The they escorts, tried it all out, the, uh, out the easy lease. What did Matt Rife call them? The uh, the parties that he goes. Oh, to? Oh yeah, I forget yeah. what they called them, but like they're the atmosphere girls. But yeah, yeah they they basically show up and yeah. they're like, I'm here for the same thing. Yep. Yeah, if you ever had There's to pay off on both sides, I can't imagine trying to date anybody in the world <laughs> at all. But they just ugh, the way you have to find them and no. I got a buddy of mine who's got. And it's that OnlyFans thing. These girls that are begging for money without having to do anything understand where their bread's buttered. It's it's the it's the route of the future for older gentlemen because you're not going to get a ring light nah. <laughs> unless you're John Jay. <laughs> get a ring light and start taking pictures of yourself with that, and then show up all crusty and sandblasted. And I have seen it a couple of times at Best Buy. There's that section for. Influencers. Yeah, the influencer aisle. Oh, with all the, yeah. influencer with all the, aisle. With all the oh, yeah, it's got oh, the yeah, it's got a ring light. It's got the attachments for your phone yep. to make a ring Tripods, light. Tripods, yeah. everything. Yeah. So you can I do see. the TikTok dances, or you can sell yeah. products that you got for free. Saw probably a college age girl pull some stuff out of that section the yeah. other day. It's it's ridiculous, but it's yep. a real thing. It just doesn't make sense to anybody else. That there used to be like a process, and now you can just do it yourself. Yep. And if it sticks, it sticks. Yep. Ready made PR. It's the, it's the equivalent of guys that used to sing on the streets making yeah. it, you know? Yeah. It's, they're just standing out there singing songs. I'm like, shouldn't you be in a bar doing something? No. Are you trying harder somewhere else? Yeah, shouldn't, be, shouldn't you be like diligently working in a basement and writing great songs? Like you, you always talk about Marty. Imagine Marty not setting foot in a bar once yeah. and just being out on the street. Just standing be on the there street, one yeah, day, sitting in that, away. that tunnel between uh, the Esplanade and the <laughs> yes. Biltmore because the acoustics yes. are incredible. There's yes. a guy who plays a guitar in there. I've actually stood and stared at him and watched him. Like, you're great. But you're never going to make it in a tunnel. You're in a tunnel. Only in the tunnel. You never know what record producer's coming through. Yeah, dude. You know the odds of that? You just, once you get stand, try to get struck by lightning, it's going to happen faster. But now, 
You're just online yelling at everybody, and you'll maybe somebody'll figure it out. So get a ring light. You got to look prettier than you actually are. And speaking of looking prettier than he is, I got to I got to say Chris Berman's finally sort of embraced his baldness. But I sent you guys that picture. He's giant. He's seventeen times uh, the size of a Tim Kirkjian. But well, they, you know that Kirkjian used to interview people on the top steps yeah. of the dugout. Oh, he's tiny. He, he would, yeah, he but would, he that fits way, in Berman's in shot, he pocket. Head head. They had shots yeah. of him last night of the home run derby sitting next to Chris Berman and Carl Ravitch. Yep. And and Berman looks like Ravitch Shrek. I couldn't believe that picture when you sent it. Well, well, it's got to be an illusion. Buster Olney is short too, and him and Kirkjian together. The Olney but looks I know, like he's six foot. I know Chris Berman's a big dude, but this is ridiculous. Like yeah. this looks like mini mini mites. It's part angle, but that's Has exactly to be. how it is. They took the mothballs off of Chris and had him come back and do the thing. Has to. It's he influencer didn't. angles. That's what it is. <laughs> that might be it. Maybe it's maybe <laughs> it Chris, be bigger. Chris said, "You know, I really need you guys to make me look a little larger." <laughs> yeah, no, I can't stand next to Tim Kirkjian and not have him look like a Lilliputian. But yeah, he's on, and it's the—they don't even let him do the home run derby. He comes out and talks about past ones. He's like a historian of the home run derby. Now ESPN treats Chris Berman like they must have a lifetime contract. They have to roll him out sometimes, and he's got so <laughs> yes. little pride that he's like, "I'll do it." It's sad. Like, oh, remember, remember Chris Berman when we used to like him here at ESPN? Well, we're forced to have him on every once in a while. And you used to do the home run derby. I tried to do it for 18 years. And, 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 and as I did it, you know, I developed a great call to back, 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 back. And, uh, and then three years ago, they basically said, you can't be part of it anymore. You, you make people uh, annoyed. And, but they he's still the roll him out. Just let like him go. Big Daddy Don Garlitz, the day that we saw him, that guy, fans come up to him. Oh. Loved you oh. when you were relevant. Loved you back in the day when you were relevant. That one guy said, man, when you meant something to this sport, and Big Daddy... Def is, you know, he's been hanging around jet fuel cars. <laughs> what? Screaming it, guys. <laughs> what? Back when you were relevant, sir. What a time. Huh? <laughs> and I'm standing next to the great Big Daddy Don Garlitz going, these people are horrible oh to gosh. their legend, their hero. And all he did was bitch. These pussies. Yeah. Back in the day, we just hit the gas pedal and we went looking to measure Checking the track. Checking the, the track temperatures. and they yeah. Punch it. Yeah, you just hit it. You just hit it and you go. And then we'd all laugh. That's from the mouth of the great Big Daddy Don Garlitz, who is completely, by the way, irrelevant. And he knows it. Can I you, get a picture with yeah, you? He yeah. asked for a picture after that. You too. guys remind me constantly of how irrelevant I am. But yeah, but Chris Berman got rolled out for the Derby last night. You know, I'd, like, I'd really like to call a couple of these tonight. Back, back all the way to the Hollywood sign. Yeah, that one's out. All right, thanks, Chris. Well, just one? Yeah, you got to go. You drive people <laughs> nuts. <laughs> And that's exactly what you do. Well, it was an interesting home run derby because they had a kid making under a million dollars somehow yep. versus a guy who just turned down $433 million yep. in the finals. Big and, disparity. And? But where am I going to be in two years? Exactly. Staring down $400 million. The Mariners kid. What's his name? Rodriguez? Julio Rodriguez. Yeah, Rodriguez. Had he won the home run derby, would have gotten a bonus check bigger than his entire salary. But he didn't. And the kid who just turned out 433 Soto. 20, what was it, 23 versus 20 years old, something yeah. like that? Yep. The future is is in good hands. It's too bad the sport stinks. Uh, but, yeah, jacked out a ton of those things. And this poor kid's got Albert Pujols, who's got a trillion dollars, and he's just staring down. How and about Pujols taking down Schwarber? Pretty good. It was a decent derby. I didn't watch the details of it. They've done it. And you know what I really like baseball's talking about doing, and they're going to do it in the All-Star game, and I hope this – because extra innings are awful. Uh, is it if it goes extras, you have a home run derby. Yeah, get rid of the goddamn. Uh, that's runner. pretty cool. Yeah, I think that would be. That fun. is a good idea. You have a extra innings, you get a home run derby. That way, you don't have twenty pitching changes yep. and all this other thing. It's half, a good idea. Half the squad showered up anyway. At least that's, on the pitching well, side. Well, in the All Star game, but in regular games, yeah, do it all the time. Like hockey oh, went to the shootout. Okay. Yeah, play one extra inning, the tenth. If it's still tied, we go to a, a home run. A derby. shootout. I went to a Cubs Diamondbacks game a few years ago. And if it weren't for the people around us, I would have had a miserable time. It was 3-3, three to three, but that was I, – I, what was it? No, it was like 1-1 one, one through 9, and then two runs on the board, and then the, and then the Diamondbacks tied it. I'm like, in the 15th inning, I left. I'm like, I, I got to go home. Like, I can't sit through this anymore. 19-inning game in the kingdom is the longest game I've it's ever been brutal. to. It's brutal. I was younger then, but yeah, – And if it's – you know, again, it's just – it was ineptitude. Nobody could hit that day. Yeah. Everybody, it was just an easy game, and the pitches were 
you know, everybody's working the count to 10 pitches. I'm like, this is the worst event I've ever been to in my life. And it was also the second to last episode of Game of Thrones. So I had to get home at a certain time. But 15 innings. The game started at like 1, and we were there until 5.30, and it wasn't over yet. And that was going fast because there weren't a lot of runs. And I'm like, this is brutal. So if that had gone to a home run derby, that would have been great. The Yankees will never lose. So how are they talking to do on the home run derby? So you get three players, and each of them get, I think, three or five pitches. And then you put them out. So do they have a softball pitcher out there then throwing them? I don't know if it's BP. Oh, yeah, I think it's BP. I think it's basically okay. one guy throws to everybody. Oh, okay. All right. For, you know, and your guy. You can have your BP and then that guy. Oh, so okay. All right. Yeah. So it's not the other team's closer and whoever hits a home no. run. No. Okay. No, no, no. You can't. That's not a home run derby. That's okay. just an at bat. That, well, I didn't. Well, it's <laughs> that like, would be awful. Well, it's like what Toledo was saying. I can't stand the new ghost man on second. Terrible. Like, it's just terrible. Yeah. They've, ridiculous. They've monkeyed around with baseball so much that you're like, well, the traditions are still like, nah, you've screwed up. You've screwed it up. Yeah. You, you put ghost runners out there and now we're, now we're playing wiffle ball in the backyard. Now Let's you've really messed with the stats. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with the fun. And it's a statistics based yep. game. So you're throwing, but the RBI doesn't count, and the run does, but this doesn't. It's like okay, nobody knows how to keep score anymore. Go to the go to the home run derby. I think that would be fun. And Chris Berman has to get <laughs> mothballs, and then bring them up. Right, try for another extra innings home run derby, and here I am, my trout coming up. Deep, deep, back, 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 all the way to Pasadena. That Calling my... it from a cedar closet. <laughs> he just, yeah, he sits there, so moths don't eat him. Live from my cedar closet because that is the best place to have me. It's the Home Run Derby. I'm Chris Berman, and yes, I sand these walls regularly to keep the smell alive. <laughs> you know, that cedar closet is where I lost two Armani suits. I only had Didn't two work. suits. No, Moss ate it. I didn't know it. I was, at a, I was hosting the first firefighter's ball. Wandering around. Da, 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 da. Broke out the nice suit. Is that the one with the tags? No, that was the, that was the, was the next, next year because I didn't have a suit right. anymore. I got eaten up. That's right. And uh, Megan brushed my leg. It started sloughing. <laughs> it opened. <laughs> oh, ah, what'd you do? I don't know. I thought something was on your leg. Little looked like little black dots. They had rotted the like it. My leg was like I got a big hole. And luckily, it was right where the pocket was, so I could make it look okay for a little bit and pull the coat down. And then, sure enough, she's like, "Your back has all the dots too." I'm like, "This thing is." I'm like, one breeze goes oh, through. I'm a dandelion. <laughs> <laughs> He's naked. Ah. It's the new mesh blazer. And I'm like, what the hell? We have that cedar closet. I, and then I read online, you got to sand that thing like every eight months to make the moss will eat everything. Like, if it's not sanded, they love it in there. Stupid 1954 house. And then I bought it, and they're like, it's got a cedar closet. I'm like, what's that? You put your stuff in there, and moss don't eat it. I'm like, how cool. All right, I'll put a whole bunch of important things in there. It's sawdust. All my clothes are sawdust in that cedar closet. I'm not going in there and sanding that either. I'm going to clean the closet. So now I just put things I never wear in it. Like, have at it, moths. You're doing me a favor at this point. But yeah, uh, Chris Berman live from the Cedar Closet is a great idea. And when Fr- Frank and I did the podcast, we, before John Gruden got in trouble for uh, making right. lips tires, right. uh, we did, uh, remember it was uh, the Berminians yep. and the Rise of Gruden. Yep. We tried to do a cartoon on it. We couldn't get somebody to draw it, but. Because the minions and Berman are the same thing. The Berminians. The two of you trying to open the podcast away for five minutes. Somebody right. just listening to that. Hey, man. Come on there, Berminions. <laughs> then it just turned into a Sandler character, and we hated it. But yeah, Berman coming out last night was, uh, it's not nostalgic anymore. And I realized, and I don't know if that's. Did you text Frank at all during that? No. I was watching Better Call Saul. I just oh. I flipped over and like, oh, Jesus. It's nostalgia when you want it. I just discovered that recently. It's nostalgia when you want it. And when you don't, it's awful. And Indiana Jones taught me that. It's nostalgia when you see Indy. Oh, Indy. When you make them do stuff, it's awful. It's abuse. Chris Berman. Leave him wanting more. A picture of Chris Berman. You're like, oh, those were the days. You know, and a blitz. NFL primetime. You're like, you remember, you remember the good stuff. When he starts doing new stuff, you're like, ah, yeah, put him back. <laughs> so it's nostalgia until you don't want it anymore. And Indiana Jones is that. And they keep talking about another one. And he's 80. And I don't want to pass the torch to a new Indiana Jones. Like Top Gun. I think was one of the few things where we wanted it, and then they kind of delivered. 
the Top Still Gun. Seen it. Was it good? Yeah, I haven't seen it either, but oh. I like from everything I I've read. Delivered, yeah, yeah everybody. It was, it was entertaining. It was very entertaining because yeah, they sure. they mm-hmm. tapped into the nostalgia and then said, "We're going to make these guys do new stuff." Even though you're going to see all the old stuff, and it will hit the 50 year old ladies right in the puss. <laughs> that's a 30s reference to a face, because that's really who that movie was for: yeah. is 50 year old ladies to see that that dump husband. It's just it's been a lack of effort. It's not anything about his low T or anything else. Tom Cruise proves every time he takes his shirt off that if you tried, it, your body. Oh, my metabolism slowed down. It's impossible to have a nice body. No, it's not. You're, you're just being. You're just lying to yourself, just like ladies do. You get older and you can't work out. It's like yeah, all right. Explain uh, Denise Austin and her daughter yesterday walking on that runway. They couldn't stop showing that on TMZ. Right. Her daughter's in Sports Illustrated. Denise Austin is 64. She looks like she's 28. Oh, that's plastic surgery. All right, get on it then, because it works. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that's who that movie's for. But then the nostalgia kicks in, and you're like, I think I like this. Like this, I haven't had this for a while. If they do another one, you don't want nostalgia. Anymore. I think they're going to do another one, but I think it's going to be it's going to be oh, the, the new, new people, characters. and you don't want that. You know, Tom will show up for a minute. That's not nostalgia anymore. No. Now you're just playing with me. Now you're just now you're just messing with my emotions. It's like a, an ex-girlfriend that you never got over coming back and occasionally just touching your balls. Yeah. And she never finishes. But you're like, oh, I remember when we said, okay, she's leaving. She's leaving again. And then you just go through the heartache again of aging. But Berman makes me feel sad now. And that's different than nostalgia. Just show me pictures or clips of the olden days. Big Daddy Don Garlitz, when he was relevant. Don't drag out the new one because then I see the horrors of aging and I hear a you guy. Show from- him he can wave. There yeah, he is. Yeah. Inevitably, and it's happened every time, you drag old broadcasters out and they they stumble over something and say gay or the N-word accidentally because they're from that time. It's a different time. They, he hasn't really gone away Berman? too much. Yeah. 100%. ESPN well, does doesn't that, let him on TV anymore. But that three-minute, um, it, it seems like there's, he's During doing football? something. No, he didn't do that. It's on ESPN Plus. You have to buy on the it. Plus. Yeah, you have to go online to find like it. Like I said, I mean – I, I've never felt like, oh, I've never seen Berman anymore. You're not watching. Berman. He doesn't do SportsCenter anymore. He doesn't do the NFL primetime. He doesn't do the morning countdown. He doesn't do any of the shows. He's not a host of anything. He has vignettes because he's got some lifetime contract with He's him. a TikToker, basically. Yeah, essentially, yeah. yeah. He shows up once every three months and does yep. a thing during the football season. He And Tom Jackson, for people who still kind of want to. And Tommy. it's zero. There's nothing getting at it. Or If it was a big deal, they'd put it on the network. It's like, eh. Put Berman on there. You got to find places to hide him. They rolled him out last night to stand next to Tim Kirkton just to be a monster. And that's what were you. And then I'm going to go back in my coffin until I am summoned again by the netherworld. Thank you very much. When they bring me out, when I'm conjured back into the ESPN and he's bitter about it. He's made statements in the past about like, oh, they don't want me there. I'm not allowed on set anymore. I'm not allowed to be up there because he wants to be on TV. He still wants to be the you know the face of the network. He is not that. Amazon's past any of the newer. Well, oh, Amazon's well, not taking him. No, I know. Yeah, I no, say, nobody's there's no way. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, what movie nostalgia thing from the '80s or '90s do we want another one of? Poltergeist. No, they made three of those or four. No, the original one. You don't want another Poltergeist. Sure. No, they, they bring Craig T. Nelson back. No, no. What's that is the most <laughs> vanilla. Man, he fired that one yeah, off. Yeah, you have been no, dying for a new poltergeist. <laughs> Ever since Coach went off the air, he's been a little bitter about he had it. Yeah, that one ready. <laughs> really? Sure. That's your first, like, can't wait for the remake. Didn't they yeah. remake it? I think they did. I don't think so. I think they did. I know they did Firestarter. Firestarter That's was the most recent. The most toast answer you can give poltergeist. Said what I said. Yeah, no, and they made extras and they burned it out to the point where nobody wanted any more except Toledo. Because wasn't the second one they were in some high rise apartment or something like that, or was that the yeah, third one? Yeah, they were one? downtown. Or yeah, and then they had that yeah. weird gardener in that one. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poltergeist. I think ET would be the one I'd go with because I'm a normal person. That's the one where I think if they brought him back, the world would go nuts. Yeah, you could probably. I think that's you break out a new there. ET movie, and I think the world would go crazy. I think everybody what, in that movie needs a job, so they'd, yeah, they'd exactly. all come back. D. Wallace, Harry Thomas, C. Thomas Howell, or yeah, none of them. 
I mean, the one kid did okay because he was in like Gangs of New York and a couple other movies. You don't even know. Henry Thomas. But he just kind of middled around with the well, rest were, of them. They were talking about bringing the Goonies back, too, for another. That's another like, one. Oh, That's right, a maybe. Goonie. I don't know. Adult Goonies? Because it's very Stranger Things. Here's but then you're stuck hit. with Feldman again. Here's one that'll hit you in the heart. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Sandlot. No. Kill him. Oh, they've done those though. That's that's. They haven't no. done a Sandlot remake. Yeah, they did a second one. Though. What? Yeah, yeah well, it was a Sandlot too. Yeah, it was like a right to right to video. And thing. they wrecked it. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. bother. Yeah, it's tough. But with, Sandlot's amazing. It's tough with kids' movies where they were doing kids stuff because if they're adults and then you just make it yeah. Sandlot Junior. Like Stand by Me. It's stupid. Yeah. yeah, you don't care about what happened to them later. You want the same thing. Yeah, the Goonies gang could maybe work. Goonies might be a thing. I don't know. Whatever was a you're, one and done. Then you're stuck with Fat Sean Astin. Then you're stuck <laughs> well, with Well, but it could be their kids. <laughs> it's mean? basically Lord of the Rings now with monsters. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. All right. Yeah. But, they did make another Poltergeist. I don't know if it's the same premise or not, but 2015. Yeah, they, I remember them redoing it. Nobody wanted to see it. Remember when they brought back Dirty Dancing? Everybody was like, oh, this is going to be great. And everybody was like, I don't want to see Dirty Dancing. It wasn't very good in the first place. Then they do Dirty Dancing like Havana, Havana Nights. Nights. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Havana Nights. Like, this is dumb. Nostalgia is dangerous. It's very, it's like, it, it needs to be in short the doses. The space ones maybe to update or, I don't know, like a Close Encounters or. No way. Let, like it, let it live, That's man. classic. Yeah. But and, in that same vein, E.T. You can't. You, well, it's not for e. the special e. effects. E.T. was relationships. E.T. was more than right, but a movie about like spaceships. Right, but that's what I'm saying. You're going to get somebody like Michael Bay and he'll, he'll oh, over-stylize I'm it. not saying they can't ruin it. I'm saying that the world would flock to it. Like immediately, ET would draw everybody back in the same way Top Gun did. Havana Nights, everybody's like, "I'll just stick with the original. I'm not going to go too crazy." Like, there's no uh, ET would blow everything out of the water. It would be a billion dollar movie immediately worldwide because that was about love. That one hit home with everyone, like about lost love, and you know, it was it was less about the alien. It just happened to be that the alien represented the most love you can have. Like, I was excited when they brought Miami Vice to the big screen. I'm like, oh, it's going to be great. And then it was terrible because I loved the TV show yeah. back in the day. But then you realized you were a dumb kid. Pretty much. And, that and now I watch it back and I'm like, yeah, it's not that Yeah, You and your mom like Miami Vice because you didn't realize how – I hate to say this to you, but you didn't realize how wet your mom was getting sitting behind you while you were enjoying <laughs> Watching Don cars. Johnson. Yeah, your mom was soaked. Yeah, you say Don Johnson, but things she didn't like to talk about was it was both of them. No, she wasn't after tubs. <laughs> Maybe. In your family, maybe not. But I think deep down there was some taboo uh, thoughts going on in mom's head when, when Miami Vice was going on. And Don Johnson wasn't on the screen. Your mom's still like, what is going on? Am I sitting in a popsicle? Actually, you know, one I would like, thinking about it, was uh, History of the World Part Two. Oh, Because at man. the end, they, they had Hitler on ice. It. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. teased Jews in space. Anytime and, uh, you got Hitler and Jews in a comedy <laughs> together, I'm I'm going. That's about the one I can think of. Yeah. History of the World Part Two. If Mel Brooks decided to go right before I Reboot. die, yep. watch this. Like I would love Mel Brooks to write one more without Just being careful yeah. and say, "I'm going to die in a year. Cancel me. This is great." And watch Mel Brooks put out History of the World Part Two. Oh my god. Anyway, it could be very exciting. Nostalgia is dangerous, but Chris Berman made me sad last night. I don't like seeing when they traipse out old people to do new things. I'd just show old clips and then give me a picture of him waving like they did Ted Williams. Remember how amazing that was? Yeah. Ted Williams is a horrible person. And they golf carted him out in the middle of that thing, and he stood on that mound as wobbly as can be. You're like, oh, he's a legend. He's a legend. Don't make him do anything. Don't make him do anything. Just realize the ravages of time that we all face. And then they showed old clips of him being great, and then just a shot of him waving. Like, there he goes. Saying goodbye to us. That old one, I think it's from his first week on the air there with the giant ESPN logo microphone Berman? stick. Yeah. yeah. Give that me that. One. Roll him out there and go, you yeah. know him as yeah, a legend there. of the home yep. run derby, uh, ESPN, Chris Berman. He goes, no microphone, nothing, just have him waving. Then on the big screen, show clips of him doing strawberries, just doing old home run derbies. I don't want to hear him. You remember that? That was great. And plus, Chris Berman's got a problem where he always waxed nostalgic about him. You know, when this thing started, we really had no idea. We, the first couple we did in 1985, we were like, Wally Joyner, Ty, Daryl, Strawberry, the youngest. Wally. I'm like, oh, don't harken back. It makes it sound sadder. I remember really? looking, you know, Albert Pujols has been playing for, I called his first home run derby. It's not about you. <laughs> but, yeah, I think E.T., the Goonies is a good one. Poltergeist is a terrible one. And they did it.
<laughs> you didn't even go. This guy clamoring for a new poltergeist didn't even know they made one. <laughs> Somebody wants a new Cobra. No, stop it. That's not me, even. Don't. But, yeah. Tango and cash. Yeah, nobody wants the first code. Rhinestone 2. <laughs> now we're cooking. Or stop or I'll shoot my mom, right, Brady? Stop yes. or I'll shoot my mom, which is Brady's uh, the way he The said reboot. <laughs> Although I will say Balboa was good. I, and I was expecting it to yeah. be completely terrible, yeah. but Balboa was I think that's good. why it was good. It's because it's just low expectations. Yeah. It was like, all right, here we go. What do we got? But it was, it was really, that was actually entertaining. Yeah, who knows? But nostalgia wins until it doesn't. And I think they did it right with Creed until they did it again with him fighting Drago's kid. And I'm like, now it's uh, Captain Caveman and son. Yeah. I got too many kids in the rings fighting each other. But uh, yeah, Drago versus Creed 2. You're like, well, I know how this is going to end. Is another Drago going to murder another Creed? What are you going to do? But uh, yeah. And the home run derby, the Seattle Mariner kid lost to the Washington National. And America sighed and said, who cares? <laughs> it is hard, though, and I don't like getting in people's pockets, constantly hearing how Juan Soto has dumped $433 million offer because he can get more. And, you know, I don't usually talk like this, but when gas is 6 bucks a gallon or $5 a gallon, the last yeah. thing you want to hear is a yep. 23-year-old just turned yep. down $433 yep. million because he's got all the skills you don't. Yep. It's not rubbing it in on the money. It's rubbing it in that you're insufficient as a human being and always will be compared to that guy physically. You didn't make that because you don't have that skill set, and it's painful. I just remember when Kirby Puckett set the bar. I think it was $3 million a yeah. year. Ryan Sandberg, $1 million a year, got a contract yeah. on Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Million-dollar man. Yeah. Was, he had a 10-year contract from a $10 million contract. What the? Going on in baseball, and now you got guys going. Well, I'm 23, 433 million. I'm pretty sure I can get more than that. <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm gonna hang on. It's so hard for me to hear that from somebody who's born two years before 9 11. I remember when Sports Center broke it down on A Rod's contract, that first one that he signed for the 250. 25. All the stuff he could buy that at the end of the 10 years, him making 25 million will pale in comparison to oh, yeah. they thought the scale would oh. go way off the rails, way up crazy, and it didn't. Bryce was Bryce yeah. Harper the next one that I think they deserve the money. It's what comes into baseball through TV contracts. I think they should deserve it. It just hey, makes me feel bad that if Apple's paying three billion, which is double for the Direct TV package. Well, no, isn't Apple just paying for Sunday football? Yes, that's yeah, one it, night. It's the what do you call the Direct TV package? Oh, it is. The, I thought they were just getting Sunday night. The NFL ticket. The NFL ticket. There you oh, go. Thank okay. you. I was yeah, they get the it. ticket for three billion, which is double the current price. Yeah. So your bill on all yeah. nine hundred of your TVs is going to go up. That's going to be heavy. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, and that's and I don't think they don't deserve the money because the money's there to make. It's That's the, what it's, I'm a, it's the business, but it just makes me feel like a and especially lump. because live live sports are the only thing that people yeah. seem to gravitate to because nobody's well, talking that. about better call Saul, exactly like you say. right live events are the only thing we've got. But I mean, there's Brett humping it for two decades overnights. Right. Yeah, just looking at dudes who are 23, going four and 33 million is not enough. For me. I mean, it is all of us were really. Oh, I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, of I course, mean, yeah, all of us underachieved. Oh. And this guy blew us out of the water at twenty-three because of an amazing skill set. And uh, who knows if I applied myself, could I have done? Of course. Screw you, Toledo. What we need, and he put "need" in capital letters, is a follow-up to Splash. Tom Hanks is visited by his fish wife <laughs> and tries to explain it to his real family. The last thing I need is a sixty-year-old mermaid. <laughs> Desperate for love. Put Madison back in the water. (laughs) He's talking like a whole new cast. Yes, so am I. I'm talking about killing. You know what we need is uh, Japanese whalers to kill her with spears. (laughs) Margot Robbie. Make sure that she. Yes, yes. I'm in on that one. I'm in on that. Watch that old six year old mermaid swim around and go, I feel real good. And then just have the Japanese whalers uh, (laughs) kill her, harpoon her. And then we discover a whole pot of mermaids. And one of them's Margot Robbie, and she's got to tell the other mermaids that the Japs are out to get us. <laughs> and then, because they're like, they make perfumes or something right. out of them right. and, and oils. So, Actually, you can tie it back and make it metaphoric, make it like soap and stuff. Oh, yeah. And so it's like the Japanese are it back. Message, they're back. Which has everything. Right. right. And then Margot Robbie saves the day and then falls in love with Colin Hanks. It all works out for Chet Hanks, the rapper. Screw you guys. Before they die, roll out Crystal and DeVito again for Throw Mama from the Train. Again? That's what I was Who's saying. Mama? She's yeah. like already She's dead. dead. <laughs> That's the old broad from the uh, yeah. from the Goonies. 
I yeah. can't remember her name. Yeah, Ma yeah, Fratelli. Ma Fratelli. Yeah, 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 I can't remember. Dead. Yeah, I can't remember her real name. You can't throw her from the train again. I know. I always thought it would be funny if they moved on the way Train did, or uh, uh, um, Speed did, and they went from like bus to boat. Right. And they throw Mama from the boat and throw Mama from the plane. Like you just keep tossing her out of mass Different. transit. Yeah, I like the idea of Splash too. If it if it uh, if it's Jap whalers trying to crush old mermaids, <laughs> if that if Madison had to run from <laughs> Jap fishing boats that just used that old harpooning method to kill dolphins and stuff, because I saw the cove. If there was a six-year-old mermaid in there, it's the only thing that would have made that worthwhile. <laughs> She's 60. Put her out of her misery. Still swimming around. <laughs> what is she doing So he said Air, Airplane 3. No. Airplane 2 was bad enough. Shatner was great, but that was a bad idea. Well, and that's just it. I don't think you could get the, that many stars in it. And that was kind of the, the allure of Airplane. Right. And the jokes wouldn't land. No. Because they were kind of... You couldn't do them now you regardless. Do half yeah. of those jokes. The Ice Big Jive thing yeah. would have been... Oh. People would have been picketing. Excuse me, stewardess. I speak jive. And people are like, I can't believe this is happening to the culture. <laughs> I like my coffee like I like my men. Black. <laughs> She's nine. <laughs> the funny part was it was children having that conversation. And that girl admitted at age nine, she loves a good black D. <laughs> <laughs> it's still funny. <laughs> Who's mad at that? Somebody would be. Who's the next Pauly Shore so we could do an Encino Man and have him just yell spatula oh, the whole movie? I'd rather. I'd, well, we could redo Encino Man <laughs> right without now, him. Yeah. That would take us like 10 minutes. Immediately be better than the one with him. Anyway, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over uh, there? Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop, as you heard us talking about yesterday, and I'm sure you're going to continue to hear John e talking about it is e-bike season over there. 10% off all e-bikes through July, and if you you know, you know want to see what the hell we're talking about, you can go rent them, $25 off e-bike rentals. And if you just want the regular bikes, you want to do all the work yourself, 5 to 10% off select stock, like on Santa Cruz, Pivot, Ibis, Kona, And what happened and yesterday? Rocky. Josh from Action Ride Shop fires over a picture of the brand new, locally made, of course, I yes. love this company, Pivot, the new shuttle e-bike. Mm -hmm. and, he's, and given all the, and all I wrote back was, sold! Because <laughs> I'm going to give myself that for my birthday this year. Nice. I don't know. It's in That's the bad luck color, though. It's in that blue. Stop. It's, it's not the same blue. blue. No, I had Smurf blue. Color? Look, because it got white. It got swiped. I'll show you a picture oh, yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. So I'm going to get myself that for my birthday. and then That's a pretty good present. It's a nice present for me, I think. Uh, on the list, we got Deftones, Corn, <laughs> except ACDC. Uh, Brian Adams cuts like a knife for Dr. Yeah. Lynn. We'll save that until the yeah. actual surgery. Okay. Day. All right. Uh, Primus <laughs> Ministry. You missed the one on text. I ejaculate fire. I ejaculate fire is pretty great. We should do that. That's a great. Who sings that? Is that? Is that? I don't know. Uh, I forget. I they got it here. Is it uh, Death Clock? I think it's. Death I think Clock. it is Death Clock. It's good stuff. It is. I ejaculate fire. Death Clock's great. All right, we'll do that one because that's going to be you. And that's the best part. They're going to tell you, Brett, in a couple of weeks to start tugging like crazy for thirty solid. No problem. Runs. The lady said, uh, "You got to do it thirty times before you you're." Your first test how to much see time? if you're clear. They, they told me three months. I'm like, three weeks later, right. I'm standing in Safeway with my 31st load. I'm ready for a measure. I'm ready. Well, you just did this 12 days ago. I said, I'm ready. And then they measured it, and there were still some swimmers in there. And I was supposed Damn to it. get a second test, but I didn't. Yeah, my guy's like, uh, it's like I shoot mummies out. Mummy test. Done. Oh, Jesus. All now, my, you know, my money shots are all like somebody just dusted an old cabinet. Now they're all coming in. Soul Plane 2. <laughs> no. no see, you're just being jerk. Batteries not included. I don't what? remember that one. It was a Hugh, Hume Cronin and Jessica Tandy, and they had little Wasn't aliens. Wasn't that Cocoon? Yeah. Little alien robots. The little alien robots that came down. Oh, all it right. Was, it, was, it was Cocoon with robot aliens. Oh, all right. Not good. Joe Dirt 2. No. And he said, John, Mel Brooks promised us Spaceballs to the search for more money. So Yeah, that's true. Mel Brooks writing one last kick in the nuts to society yeah, would be great. What are they going to do? Yeah, what, yeah, what are you going to do? Oh, we got to cancel this old man. He, he doesn't has care. Potentially written, and they've said, no, no one's going to do They, touch it, he could produce his own. You, he doesn't need to worry about them. It's It would be great. He can do everything. He'd have to put it. He probably just doesn't want to put the effort and energy into exec produce and. Uh, distribution and all that stuff. That would be good. A one last F you. One, and that's what you could call it. Yeah. Mel Brooks, one last F you. And it would be outstanding.
Because you'd get actors to do it. Now, the problem would be the actors doing it would be the ones that catch the brunt of it because they know they can't attack Mel. Right. So they just go after the people he hired. But I'll tell you right now, Mel Brooks, I'll take that heat. You get a bunch of people like me who are like, all right, I'll go out with you. Be fine. You just can't get really, like Kevin Hart can't do it. Big names can't be in it. Right. Just won't, won't work. You got it ready to go? I do. I'm just pulling up the lyrics. It's, I think it's okay. Is it? I think so. Death Clock. I.E. Jack Fire. And then it could be from your eyes. It could be from your nostrils. I don't know if that's... <laughs> sure. Your nostrils? I think so. Wow. <laughs> I think that's what a dragon would do. Saw that on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've an seen angry, that on Pornhub, but that's... Pretty sure it's called an angry dragon. <laughs> it is thing. now. Google it. Put it, put Google it in the it. urban dictionary. It's a dictionary. real thing. It's a thing already. The angry dragon is very real. All right. Look it up. It's funny, too. All right. I can't really say what it is because... I'll look it up here. I'll get picketed, it. but it's funny. All right. I think it has something to do with making it so she can't breathe and then you unplug her nose. I would imagine nose. so. Well, it's good stuff. I think anyway. I, I'm picturing something yeah. that's awful. Oh, yeah. Angry Dragon of Death. Is that it? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you are about to, mm? And you should shove her head, okay, and then make her gag. And then she's, I didn't read the vomit part before, but there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed it was your own. The angry I didn't dragon know you were choking on that. <laughs> That's the angry dragon of death. I wonder if the angry dragon. The angry dragon death. is a little less. Is a little uh, less violent. The angry dragon of death is a little too far for you. Or yeah, I don't think you're aspirating <laughs> in the angry dragon. I think in this one, there's a chance you'll never talk again. That was uh, Flip's story. <laughs> the angry dragon. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's created an angry his, dragon before. His encounter. Yikes. I wouldn't doubt it from Flip. Yeah, Flip has some stories. Anyway, what are you going to do? Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.